Queen's Health Outreach is a student-run, registered charity based on the campus of Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. Our goal is to facilitate needs-based peer-to-peer health discussions on a local, national, and international scale. This podcast is for those who are interested in health, global health, global development, ethical engagement, and education. Join us and our special guests bi-weekly as we chat about discussions surrounding all these topics and more. We would like to thank the CFRC 101.9 and the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences for this collaboration. Additionally, we'd like to acknowledge that Queen's University is situated on traditional Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee territory. We're so grateful to be able to live, learn, and work on these lands. Hey everyone, it's your host Kate, and I'm back to share with you the last episode of the 2020-2021 academic school year. In this episode, I interview Jackie Bastianen and Georgia Fox, who are the co-founders of Planted Project. Planted Project was originally started as a hobby in the fall of 2016 by co-founder Jackie Bastianen. After about three years of running student-based cooking workshops and transitioning to vegetarian and finally vegan herself, Jackie had successfully grown a significant community following. Nearing the end of their undergraduate years, Jackie and Georgia decided to partner together and continue to share their journey of sustainable cooking, eating, and living with the Ottawa community. Jackie is a food and climate justice activist, community builder, and co-founder of Planted Project. This project again began in April 2016 when she paired her love for food and the environment to create cooking meetings. These community events ran out of her house in Ottawa, and they brought young people together to cook plant-based meals and inspire more conscious choices. Over the course of the last three years, these meetings have raised over $8,000 for organizations and nonprofits, including the David Suzuki Foundation, Just Food, Ecology Ottawa, Penny Lane Sanctuary, and 350.org. Following her graduation from Carleton University School of Journalism in 2019, she approached Georgia Fox, and they decided to team up to chase their dreams to turn what was once a hobby into a new sustainable social enterprise. In 2020, Jackie was named Top 25 Environmentalist Under 25 by Starfish Canada for her work in the sustainability field. Jackie works full-time as a Digital Engagement Coordinator for Student Energy, a Canadian nonprofit accelerating youth-led climate solutions. In her spare time, she loves to ride her bike, read, and visit animal sanctuaries. Georgia is a community organizer, sustainable communications enthusiast, and the co-founder of Planted Project. Taking meaningful action on the issue of climate change and working towards a more sustainable future have always been something Georgia considered important. While completing her undergrad in communications at Carleton University, she became involved in clubs such as the Student Energy Chapter on campus and attended cooking meetings regularly, which helped to ignite this passion to take on meaningful projects. Georgia's various work experience in marketing and communications working in both the public and private sectors. In 2019, she teamed up with Jackie to put a creative set of ideas and skills to work as a co-founder of this growing sustainable project. She is currently working as a communication specialist with the government. In her spare time, Georgia loves to practice yoga, paint, and spend time with their, with their kitten smudge. In this episode, Jackie and Georgia share the story of how they turned a passion project into a business. We chat about sustainability and the link between the food industry and the environment, And then Jackie and Georgia give tangible and accessible tips for incorporating more plant-based foods into our everyday lives. This episode is for anyone who's curious about introducing more plant-based foods into their diet, anyone who's looking for ways to be more environmentally conscious, and or anyone who is interested in pursuing their own passion project. Truly, this episode is for everyone. Jackie and Georgia are so inspiring, and I'm really excited to share this conversation with you. Enjoy. 
Jackie and Georgia, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Nice to be here. Of course. So I guess just to get things going, um, do you guys mind each telling me just a bit about yourselves and why a plant-based diet is important to you? Yeah, of course. So um, I'm Georgia. I am one of the co-founders of Planted Project. Um, I've always had an interest in environmentalism. Like my family um, has always been super conscious. Like my dad has a degree in environmental studies. And um, in university, I felt like I really needed to make a change in my life um, towards something like tangible that I knew would have a real impact. So uh, running the business helped me expose myself to like plant-based eating. And I eventually decided that that was the right thing for me to do. So I've been vegan for over a year now and I've really loved every minute of it. I kind of um, started after we started the business and it's just like slowly transitioned towards that. But um, I think it's honestly one of the best decisions I've ever made for myself, um, my health, and just like knowing that I am making like a difference in terms of my impact on the environment and the animals as well, which is a super amazing thing to have. Yeah, and my name's Jackie. I'm the other co-founder of Planted Project. Similar to Georgia, my interest in plant-based eating really came from like environmental perspective. I spent most of my life really wanting to make some sort of change as a young person and really not realizing that turning off your lights and biking, although important, of course, and like the mix of being an environmental person and activist was really only a fraction of the impact that we could make. And at 18, at a protest, I really realized um, through an interesting interaction on Parliament Hill, um, the impact of animal agriculture on the environment. And that really sort of sparked this thing, thing within me of being like, why didn't I know this? Why don't more people know this? And how can we sort of make those connections easier for people? So I started on my plant-based journey there, went vegetarian and then vegan. And at this point I've been vegan for three years. And I think every day it's really important for me because even though there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, choosing to eat a plant-based diet every single day is the most powerful thing you can do as an individual. So I find that really empowering and it's so much fun to share now that we've both been on our own plant-based journey. It feels sometimes a little bit easy and so natural at this point, but we meet people where they're at and really try to make that transition easier and learn from our own mistakes. That's awesome. I'm excited to have you guys here. And yeah, it's definitely cool insight um, to have two different people who like start their journeys at different points. So we've got Georgia, you're about one year in, is that right? And then Jackie, three years. Um, and I love how you mentioned there that you meet people where they're at and like recognizing that like everyone's journey is different and going to look different, um, but that like collectively um, you can have like an impact for the environment. Yeah, it's interesting also having Georgia be a year in and me being three years in because we were able to learn over the last year, like really focusing on what sort of difficulties did we have, like transitioning, like what were the really hard things, like what were some of the replacements that were really difficult, what were some of the staples that were difficult. So we kind of took notes on Georgia's vegan journey, uh, and we really use those to really try to ground ourselves in those things and be empathetic towards people who are vegetarian or pescatarian or doing their meatless Monday once a week. So that actually really helps us um, remember where people are at. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I love that. Um, so I guess you guys kind of alluded to it, but do you mind telling me a bit more about what Planted is and how the business came to be? 
Yeah, so Planted Project, we're a sustainable enterprise that really provides people with the tools and the resources needed to make those sustainable changes in their kitchen every single day. Um, we do that with workshops. So we used to do workshops in person, but we've now switched to a virtual platform and we offer community workshops every couple of weeks. And we also offer private workshops too. And so that idea really came about when I was in university a couple of years ago, really worried about the environment and also really loving to cook. So bringing those two things together in my house, like at home when I was living and doing my journalism degree at Carleton, um, I really wanted to create some sort of tangible change and also meet community and meet new people. Um, and so it's just started as cooking workshops. Uh, it was originally called Cooking with Jackie B. It was the first iteration of the business. And basically people would all bring an ingredient. We'd have a menu and we'd all cook together three different meals. So we'd have like an appetizer, a, men a main and a dessert. Uh, and people would donate every single time they came um, to a different organization. So over the years, that was about two, two and a half years, three years. And over that time, we raised $8,000 for different organizations across Canada that had an environmental or an animal focus. And at the end of my degree, I really just felt like this is what I wanted to do. I wasn't seeing that sort of tangible impact that I wanted through my degree necessarily, although I really did love it. Um, and so I came to Georgia and I'll let her tell this part of the story um, and she can take it from here. Yeah, so it was like in spring of 2019 and Jackie and I were both like nearing graduation. I think Jackie had already graduated and I was getting close and she came over to my place and basically proposed this crazy idea to me. Um, she said that she wanted to turn Cooking with Jackie B into more of a business and she wanted me to help her do it. So um, I was completely caught off guard at first. Like I had no idea um, that I would actually be even interested in becoming an entrepreneur or running a business. So I was like, okay, let me think about it. But I, we both talked about it for hours and we, we're just like so excited. We had so many ideas. We saw so much potential in the idea. Um, so I came back to her like a couple of days later and I said, yeah, let's do it. Let's just see how far we can take this. Um, and it also just was like a great time in my life where I wanted to make a change and like have an impact and do something uh, also maybe not related to my degree, um, but something that was super important to me. So um, yeah, we've basically been running the business ever since, and we haven't really looked back. We've been able to grow our community over the last two years now. Um, and like she said, we're now running the workshops out of our homes virtually every few weeks. So we've had that transition recently because of COVID. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much our little story. Yeah. yeah. An important part I'll add as well to the beginning was the workshops like four years ago when the first iteration of it first started, it wasn't plant-based food, which is an important recognition. It was just bringing environmentally like-minded people and community together. But as we realized the impact of food on the environment, those workshops started to change too. And the intention of the workshops started to change. Um, and we realized that there was just this really big demand for people wanting to ask questions in a space that was non-judgmental and accessible and showing people that veganism can be this really fun, amazing, delicious thing. And like, you don't always have to look at footage of um, factory farming to really understand and start to make those connections between your food 
and the environment and your health and your the animals and of course as well so that's really where the sort of intention behind the business came and like that sort of impact and connecting people with that kind of food as well yeah I think I was telling Georgia last week that something I really love about planted is how like non-judgmental it is and I followed along your Instagram and everything for probably at least the last like year or so um and I think something I love about it is personally, like my diet isn't fully plant-based, but I do make a conscious effort to like add as much plant-based as I can. And so I really appreciate how, um, your Instagram and all your like social media website and everything is very much geared towards just like practical tips. Like, you know what? Hey, like, by the way, like the, I go to this grocery store on the street, like they sell this product or I'm using this to make this recipe. Um, and so it's very like inclusive and accessible um, and so I think, right, like, it, I feel like you do a really good job of not like, um, scaring people away. Cause I think the idea of, oh, they're vegan. Like I can't do that. Like, nope. So I'm not even going to try. Right. Whereas it's much more like, Hey, like we're not saying you need to be completely vegan. Um, but here are some ways that you can like reduce your meat intake. Yeah. yeah. No, wait. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's okay. George and I both get so excited when we talk. Well, that is one line that the stigma, the stigma around like the word vegan is, can be really huge. Um, but that's also something that we, we try to make just a little bit easier. Like it doesn't have to be something scary or like a huge commitment. It can be something that's easy. Yeah. And that goes back to the way we started out. I mean, like I said, I wasn't vegan and I didn't have any idea if I was going to become vegan anytime soon when I joined Jackie. Um, but we were basically just looking at it like, hey, you do the best you can. Like everyone can make a difference. It doesn't matter if you're 100% vegan or vegetarian, like as long as you're doing the best you can with what you've got, um, we just want to make that as easy as possible for people. Uh, and like many, many people cutting down their, their animal products like worldwide is making a big, bigger difference than a handful of people being perfect vegan. So that's really the thing we want to break down is even though we both love being vegan and a lot of people through our community have gone vegan over the last couple of years, which is a super rewarding thing to see. But there's so many people in our community who are just transitioning. They're cutting down their, their plant curious as we like to call them. And, you know, people like their journeys are also unique and different, but we really want to support people and not, not scare people away with the word vegan or even the word plant-based, you know, like it means something a little bit different to everyone. And, and we want to welcome everyone with open arms because if you scare people, they're never going to get there and they're going to have this sort of negative connotation of what it is to be vegan or plant-based. But if you welcome people in and just make it really easy and delicious and accessible, then, then people are much more willing and much more curious to, to come in and, and see and look around. Mm -hmm. I love that plant curious. <laughs> <That's really cool. laughs> I'm pretty sure we coined that word. I need to, I need to see if it's actually we trademark that. That's <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah. And I love also how you guys just talk about like community. And I, I like sense that that's definitely like an important like foundation for you guys and just like having this community and like coming together. And I love how I feel like planted is always like evolving. And even obviously like with COVID and how you've still maintain these like cooking workshops, whether they be virtual. Um, I think that's really awesome. Yeah, it's definitely been an interesting transition going from in-person workshops to virtual workshops. But honestly, George is the best 
business partner I could ever ask for. Like we make a really good team. And so over the last year, over the last two years, there have been some serious ups and downs. Being an entrepreneur is really hard, but it, the community is really what keeps us going. And that sort of bigger vision of like creating a positive impact on the environment and like helping in our own ways to combat climate change and educate people and meet people. That's really what keeps us going every single day, like through COVID and all the others ups and downs of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. I guess on that note, do you want to talk a little bit about kind of like the pillars of Planted and just about like your vision for the organization and for the business? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, our main goal is really to give people like the tools and resources they need to incorporate plant-based cooking, eating and living into their everyday life. Um, So we really want to just make plant-based food delicious, easy, and more accessible for everyone. Um, And the the vision is really just to help support as many people as possible on their plant-based journey, um, like we've said. So, I mean, that's sort of what keeps us going, like Jackie said, and this uh, Planted Project has really been like kind of a lifeline for us during COVID as well, because we both are so passionate about it and we care so much about like the work that we do. So it's been a really nice way to kind of keep things moving. And as hard as it's been, it's honestly been so rewarding as well. So yeah, we try to include as many people as possible. And we know that vegan, like when you think of vegan, maybe you think of a white woman like us, right? And we wanna make sure that we're really uplifting other people and other cultures as well. We remind people that even though vegan was a term that was coined in the 1950s, people have been eating plant-based food for thousands of years in different cultures. And we really should remember and honor that as well um, and uplift other voices in other communities. The Black community is the biggest growing population of vegans in the world, um, but they often don't get the space and the platforms um, to speak and share their recipes and stuff. So that's also something that we really want to be conscious of and make sure that we're we're making space for other people in the in the vegan community as well. Yeah, thank you for pointing that out. And I think that's really cool that you're able to use your own platform to help uplift others. And I think that's a really good point just because the word vegan has only been used for the last like 50 to 100 years. It doesn't mean that plant-based eating didn't exist before. Exactly. And we we really like to to honor and be inspired by other cultural foods as well. Like in Northern India, um, they have a lot of foods that are just naturally plant-based. Like you don't need to swap something out or try something new. Like just go to look around, buy a cookbook, like pay other content creators who are already trying to share their recipes and make this more accessible for other people. Like we have our own recipes, but we really encourage people to go out and learn from a variety of other people and a variety of different voices um, who aren't ours because there's so many recipes out there um, that are just natural plant-based that that have always been like that too yeah that's awesome um okay so I guess more on like the business side of planted um okay looking back to maybe like your younger self so even just like a couple years ago when you first had this idea of turning like cooking with Jackie B into something more um do you have any tips or anything that you tell your younger self when trying to start a business Yeah, my biggest tip I think would be that I spent a lot of time through high school and university feeling super overwhelmed by climate change as like 
as an issue, especially as a young person, I always felt really overwhelmed and really powerless. And I had a lot of climate anxiety, if I'm being honest with you. Like I just was seeing all these studies and seeing all of these pipelines go through and um, like these icebergs breaking off in the news. And that was just so, so much. And it put me in like in a place where I just didn't feel like I could make a difference and, and didn't really know what the future looked like. But Planted really helped me in that way because I realized that those big national, international change, like great team, like it's not up to you or like up to 18 year olds to make those changes. Like we're not given the financial means or the resources to make those changes. We're not in places of power to do so, but really change like, and powerful, important, loving change can start at a community level. So just start something, no matter what it is, like start, start something small. And like George and I being vegan, like we have an impact for sure. Very small, albeit, but inspiring like other people around us and creating those sparks and planting those seeds um, can really sort of create those changes. And we've seen those collectively over the years that you start with an idea, but you can inspire an entire community and a community collectively can create larger change. So look small, acknowledge the big, but just see what you can do at an individual level while also keeping the bigger picture in mind. That's my, my big thing, especially for young people like ourselves. Yeah, and I mean, in a similar vein, I completely had the same like experience of being really anxious about the situation, climate change, like not knowing what I can actually do. So um, again, like Planted definitely kind of helped me get a direction for that and like make made me personally feel like I was doing something real um, and also just helping expand that to other people. It just does make a difference. Um, but I would say the biggest thing for me, um, I would just say if you are passionate about something, like just don't let the fear of the unknown scare you. Uh, that's kind of what I would tell myself because I mean, we could have given up so many times or even not started planted at all. Uh, we 100% could have just kind of uh, said we, we wouldn't give it a shot. Um, we were too afraid of failing, you know, like a lot of people, it's scary. It's like starting something new from the ground up, um, not knowing how it's going to go over. We easily could have failed. And to be honest, we have had failures over the past few years. I mean, our in-person workshops because of COVID. Um, but I mean, it was still kind of a failure because we weren't able to continue those, but, and we could have given up, but we kind of continued on. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would, I was just happy that we said we'd give it a shot and see how far we can take it. And that's sort of what I would say to like my younger self or someone else who's looking to start a business, like just go for it. If you are really, really passionate about something and you think you can really make a difference. Yeah, I've been thinking about this so much lately about how our society really just like it's so hard to start something because failure is seen as such like a terrible thing. But I think as an entrepreneur, like you just deal with so much stuff on a daily basis. Like it's really not always very sexy, you know, like you're running workshops, like you like put on your suit. Sometimes you go out to events, but a lot of the time you're like on the phone with a lawyer or you're like doing your banking or your taxes or like, like stuff every single day. And, and that's like a big part of it too. But like, 
no matter where you are, like just start it, like just start it. And, and like, if you do feel like every single day, there's a possibility of giving up, but like, just keep the ground in your reasons and, and just keep going. Cause like failure, like we're just revamping the word, George and I, it's like, it's not failure. Failure is a good thing. And you like learn from all your mistakes along the way as well. No, I love that advice. And it's true. I mean, it just goes to show like you can only plan so much. And so like, right, like it's important, like you have a vision, you have like a general idea of like the direction you want to go. But I mean, no one even knows like what tomorrow is going to look like. And so I agree, just like rolling with the punches. And I think what's, I don't know, from the outside perspective, at least, it seems that you guys are both just extremely passionate about the organization, about the business. And I think that's the most important thing. And if you're passionate and it's important to you, then it's going to work out. You know what I mean? Completely. Yeah. COVID has been such a challenge. I can let Georgia talk a little bit about the challenges of like revamping the business, but like every single day, like we didn't know anything going into business, right? Like neither one of us are business people. I have a degree in journalism. Georgia's got a degree in communications. And so we had to learn along the way, like, like a lot of Googling, some incubator programs, some other things, but really it's always just you're, you're never quite sure. Like you it took us forever to even call ourselves entrepreneurs because we did have some imposter syndrome, but now we're just like, we're doing it. We're doing it every single day. We're waking up, we're running a business and, and we're going to keep on learning. We, we learn more um, and we'll continue to learn more as we go along. Yeah. And I mean, in terms of COVID and all the challenges, when all that went down, like we were basically just about to kind of, um, start ramping up and doing more in-person workshops like starting to do them weekly or more frequently um and we were about to like sign a contract with our new space and like get everything in place and then COVID hit and we had to kind of take a huge step back rethink everything we had no idea what we were really going to do because I mean we had thought about moving to virtual workshops or like incorporating virtual workshops somehow but we didn't just never had the time in our days to like plan that while we were doing the other workshops. So um, when COVID hit, we basically had to shut down for a couple months and just like think and just like regroup and figure out what we were actually going to do and how we were going to implement these virtual workshops. And it was a huge challenge. Like we had to take so much time just figuring out the logistics of things, the video, the audio, the tech, like all the everything, like the subscriptions, how to like buy everything how to get everything set up properly like the camera angles it was just so much um, and then we had to kind of work through our entire like process of marketing these things again and try and figure out how to get people interested so um, it was really like an eye-opening thing because I mean at this point now that we've kind of started catching our stride again and we've been running the virtual workshops for a little while we can look back and say like, okay, that was a good call. Like we've, it's worked out fairly well. Like we can definitely see like a positive side to the situation, having given us the time to slow down and actually be able to implement the system, which might actually be a more sustainable way of running our business in the long term. So it's kind of an interesting way to look at it as well. Yeah, it's nice too. I really like also through COVID, this sort of focus on supporting small businesses and understanding the people behind the businesses. Because every time someone buys a workshop or buys like contacts us or like asks us for an interview, like just know that like we celebrate that stuff. Like it is like, it's so important to us. It's so personal. Like every message of people telling us like we've gone vegetarian or we've gone vegan and like 
planted helped us or thank you for the recipe we cooked it like those are little sparks throughout our day that like like maybe a big corporation doesn't get um and I think that's really important and so through COVID I really hope people take away that like small businesses are important and we haven't suffered as much as other small businesses have for sure like like we don't have much overhead and like we were able to move our workshops quite easily like we have been able to revamp quite quickly but yeah just support your small businesses support the people behind them because it's just so important yeah, I agree. I think COVID really highlights the importance of some supporting small um, and local. So that's a great point. Um, do you guys want to share just a little bit like what is a virtual workshop and kind of how it works for maybe someone who's never attended one and might be interested? Yeah, for sure. So um, you can basically go on our website, planterproject.com and sign up for these workshops. Currently, they're every two weeks on Thursday evenings at 630. Um, so you can sign up, it's $15, uh, for a drop-in, or you can buy like a package and do a, a bunch of them. Uh, we kind of have series of menus that we put out every few weeks and you can see what's coming up and you can choose which one you want to attend. And then we basically send you like the ingredient list and the recipe, and you can go shopping beforehand, grab your stuff, and then join everyone on the call at the time. And we all kind of go through the recipe step-by-step and cook along with you. And um, I'll, I usually do the cooking and then Jackie's there facilitating, answering questions, um, talking about like plant-based eating in general. Um, so we kind of have like this, this thing going where we're all, both on Zoom from our own houses and we're running it that way. Um, but it's really fun because you kind of get to like meet other people in a way and it's obviously not as personal as in-person workshops but we're really trying to make it as interactive as possible and um, as fun and enjoyable for everyone so and you also get a great meal at the end of it that you can eat for dinner so yeah it's been really nice too because going virtual we have people calling in like not only from Ottawa because we are based right now in Ottawa but like from Toronto and Guelph and Waterloo and Nova Scotia and Vancouver and Victoria like it makes it a lot more easy for anyone and everyone to join us like no matter what your age or your your level is like we have some people coming who are vegan but a lot of the people are transitioning or like have never cooked with tofu which is some of like the most rewarding workshops um to really be able to walk through people like no matter where they are and like like no matter what their cooking level or plant-based cooking level is, like we just get people from all kinds um, coming in and we get to meet so many new people. It's so great. Yeah, no, and I love how you mentioned how people like, even if you've never cooked tofu before, um, that it's like a great opportunity to try it out and it's a safe space and it's like non-judgmental. And I think that's fun that it's a mix of maybe people who are more experienced like cooking with plant-based ingredients and other people it may be their first time. Um, so I think that's really great that like everyone's able to like come together and like cook the same meal. And I know for me, like eating is so social and it's like cultural and it's right. And so it's fun that during COVID, I feel like it can be lonely just eating and cooking alone. And it's easy to get discouraged and kind of feel just like unmotivated to try something new. So I love the idea about these workshops is that you're able to like try new um, recipes with new ingredients. And it also, again, like brings back that social component and maybe you're eating like through a screen with someone else, but it still has definitely that community aspect. 
Yeah, and it's nice because we invite people to just come and chat and hang out afterwards too. So there is that space for you to just like eat with us and like have it be like more low key throughout the whole time. Um, yeah, which is a really nice sort of aspect of it too, because we used to all eat dinner together in person. So we've really tried to bring that into like the virtual space as well too. Um, I also just wanted to say that like choosing to have the word workshop was something that we made like as a really conscientious decision because like we're not experts in any way, like on plant-based cooking, like we're not chefs. So people who come on, like we're always looking for other ideas and other insights. So it's really this collaboration between everyone who's on there. Like, where do you get your tofu from? Like, what kind of tips do you have? Like, what kind of cooking tips do you have? You know, so it's like, it feels very collaborative. We're not there just speaking at other people. Like, it's really just a conversation and like a, a whole community that's being built. And we're always learning from other people. And hopefully people are learning from us as well. Yeah, I definitely love that aspect of like mutual learning. And it from the sounds of it too, it seems like you guys are just committed to like learning as you go. And I think, I mean, both you guys have like, have your undergrad degrees, but I think it goes at like, learning doesn't just end when you like walk across the stage with your diploma and right. Like, and even going into like, um, like being entrepreneurs now, right. You're saying like, oh, like we have degrees, but it wasn't necessarily like in business and even a business degree, like, isn't going to prepare you for every challenge you're going to face. Um, so no, I love that. We're both laughing because we're just like a business degree could not prepare you. Yeah. Yeah, you just like hit the ground running. Yeah, it's it's every day is is a little bit different, and it's just so exciting too. Like it 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 makes you be creative and and interesting and laugh through through all the ups and downs too. Exactly, and almost like not taking yourself so seriously. You know what I mean? Like being like, this is awesome. I'm doing something cool. But I love that you guys are able to kind of like laugh at yourselves or laugh and be like, oof, like that didn't go as well as you were hoping or like that was a day. And like, that's okay. Like 100%. Yeah. And honestly, one of the best parts about doing this whole thing is that I literally learn something new every day. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how much we have learned and how far we've come over just like the past couple of years. It's actually mind blowing to think about because, yeah, we had no idea about business finances marketing all that like we've had to just learn it all on the fly so it's been really really fun and interesting mm-hmm. and we're only 23 too right like we're young and like the cooking with Jackie B started when I was 19 and like we founded the business in 2019 I'm like oh god what year is it what time is it yeah like all but it's been two years right so we're like we were both in 21 ish and so like really like an age like entrepreneurship doesn't have an age just like have a spark try something new google it and go with it (laughs) I think that's super inspiring how you guys are saying too like yeah we're 23 and we're just rolling with it because I feel like often you're like oh like once I'm older once I'm more established like then I'll go for this project or then I'll do this whereas I love how you're just like no like why not do it now and my one other comment would be I know earlier Jackie you kind of touched on the idea about like climate anxiety and feeling like just feeling so anxious and like you had no control and I think that a lot of people in our generation for sure um experience climate anxiety and so I love how you mentioned like yeah like I was really anxious and so I wanted to do something tangible right and it's the idea it's like okay I'm feeling anxious and I recognize that I don't have the power to like completely like change the world but that doesn't mean I can't make a small change. And that small change can have like a ripple effect. 
Absolutely. And it's so much easier to put your head in the sand and just be like, it's not my problem. I'm not going to do anything. Like, I don't care. Like it's somebody else's problem. But like, the thing is that it's all of our problems, especially people living in North America. Like we have like a lot more access to things. Like we are very privileged. Of course, everyone has different levels of privilege. Absolutely. But like, we recognize that we're both like privileged in a lot of ways and we want to use that privilege in a way to like uplift things to like make a difference um and also just like try to help other people as well so like we have the means to go vegan like we have access to it like it can be expensive of course but we'll get into this in a little bit but it can also be really cheap too like like we're we're young people as well so we want to just like show that to other people and and show other people that they can make a difference like no matter what their age or, or where they're living as well yeah, that's great. Um, I guess that's a good segue to go into, um, can you guys share some tangible tips for individuals or families um, who are hoping to incorporate more plant-based meals into their diet? Yeah, that's an awesome question. Um, we have a ton. <laughs> so um, my main ones would be to like start with a familiar dish that you have already in your rotation or your family makes and just try to veganize it. Swap out an ingredient maybe it's like swapping out a meat for a mock meat or just adding more veggies instead of something else or switching out like dairy for a non-dairy milk you know there's so many quick easy fixes you can usually do with something and some of the time you might already have recipes that you're eating that you don't even realize are vegan that was my favorite thing to discover I was like some of these things are already vegan it's great and it's you, you can just keep eating those things um and another one would be definitely just do your research, like look into all the facts behind why people go vegan, um, whether it be for environmental health or animal reasons, like everyone has their reason to go vegan. So definitely look into that and like cling to the ones that really speak to you and it'll just help that, that transition move along so much um, smoothly. And um, what else? We can also like follow food bloggers and recipe creators. That was a big one for me, like just flooding my Instagram feed with people who are just posting like vegan recipes that I can save for later or like just inspire me to make something new and just I, honestly just keep trying new things. The best part about being vegan for me was just getting to cook different things all the time and trying new recipes and not just eating the same old thing every day, you know, cause you kind of get used to this like basic rotation of like meat, potatoes, whatever, you know, it's, it's, it gets kind of boring and having like access to all of these amazing vegetables and fruits and legumes. And like, there's just so many options and so many ways you can put things together. So it's kind of fun to go through that process and see what you can actually do. Um, and lastly, would be honestly, just don't be too hard on yourself. Like becoming vegan is a process and nobody is perfect. So like we said, honestly, just do the best you can. Um, that's just really helped me get through things. Like I'm not always the perfect vegan and I'm still working on things. And I didn't just go overnight, like completely vegan. And some people can do that, but a lot of the time it's, it's a really slow transition and that's okay. So just let it you know, let it be what it needs to be for you and where you're at in your life. Yeah. And we can list like 
for example, Georgia was talking about food bloggers, like my favorite food blogger, his name is Gaz Oakley. He has like a wonderful YouTube channel where you can like see him cooking and see him like he's a chef. So he like makes all these beautiful different foods that are all plant-based and like it, it feels like no sacrifice, right? Like you're just discovering new things. You're getting excited about new things. So like grounding in that idea that like the whole world is your oyster. Like you're not cutting out something. You're like discovering a whole wealth of new things. And I, that's so important, you know, like you're making this decision that is like grounded in facts and science. Like there's really good reasons behind this. And like, you're doing it for a great thing. So whether that's like one time a week or like three times a day, because it's different for, for everyone, right? Like some people have health reasons, they can't do it. Some people live in food deserts, like not everyone can be vegan in, in a lot of ways. Um, but really just realizing that like, like there's so many resources out there. So like get excited about the things that are out there. Um, Minimalist Baker is another really awesome cookbook. Um, Lauren Toyota from Hot for Food is a really awesome one too. Um, Minimalist Baker, she's got a blog that's not entirely plant-based, that has a lot of plant-based recipes, which are great. Um, in terms of resources for learning a little bit more, you can watch Game Changers on Netflix. You can watch Cowspiracy on Netflix, which is about the environmental impact. Seaspiracy, uh, which is coming out, I think, this weekend. It'll be out by the podcast at the time this podcast is out, but it'll be on Netflix around the ties between um, fishing and the environment as well, and the sort of problems there as well. Um, there's an amazing one if you're interested in the health aspect um, called How Not to Die by Dr. Greger, which is just an absolute wealth of knowledge. Like it is my Bible. I'm obsessed with it. Um, like my parents are both doctors. They love the book. They recommended it to me. And we all sort of discuss it as a family. And um, I think it's really interesting because we came at it both of us from an environmental aspect but you as you learn more about it like you start to align yourself between all the different pillars of health and environment and animals and workers rights and like food systems and you start to learn more about the food system in general and like farmers rights and it becomes this sort of larger picture of like making things accessible for everyone so like when you dive deeper like it goes so much more than just these three three reasons it becomes like an absolute plethora and it just becomes a part of you so it's very cool what we continue to discover about the reasons that we align ourselves behind this as well yeah thank you for sharing some of like part of your own journey as well as like resources that have really helped you um because I'm sure that'd be helpful for someone who's also trying to incorporate more plant-based into their diet um I guess the last thing and I'll link these in the description for the episode but where can people find you yeah, yeah, so um, oh. <laughs> we're so good this entire episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> People can find us at plantedproject.com, um, on Instagram at planted.project, on Facebook and on Twitter, which we don't use too much. Um, please DM us, please email us at info at plantedproject.com if you want to chat with us. Like we are more than happy to give these resources to people, answer specific questions, uh, and please come to a workshop. Like come cook with us and ask those questions and learn and be a part of a community because community is also a really important part of being vegan and learning to, to find other people who are like you and like have those similar experiences and are going through the similar things because it can be a little bit lonely. Not everyone is vegan. We don't live in a vegan world uh, and sometimes these things can be really overwhelming and sometimes a little bit scary like if you're the only person in your family but finding friends and family who are doing it as well and and who can teach you and cook with you and stuff like that's another really big part that's important 
Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, well, thank you so much to both of you for joining me today. Um, I loved learning more about Planted and I'm excited for others to learn more about it as well. And you've inspired me. I definitely am going to join a workshop soon because it sounds like yeah. fun. <laughs> Hopefully see you there. It'd be so fun. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks yeah. so much, Kate. You're welcome. You can find Planted Project on Instagram at planted.project. Jackie and Georgia share tons of recipes, plant-based cooking hacks, and resources. As a follower myself, I can say it's definitely worth the follow. Also check out their website at plantedproject.com to sign up for their cooking workshops. The benefit of COVID is that Jackie and Georgia are running virtual workshops, so you can participate from anywhere. As we wrap up the school year and Queen's Health Outreach takes a little hiatus over the summer, Rosie and I want to extend a huge thank you to all our guests on the podcast this year and to you, the listeners, uh, for listening to our bi-weekly health-related conversations and for sparking meaningful discussions in your own communities. We really appreciate each and every one of you.